if you want to start and become consistent in any behavior, it all comes down to three things. And that is to start small, make it easier, and then celebrate small wins along the way. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen. Welcome to this episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Today, I get to speak with Jason Harwood. He's a speaker, podcaster, and coach who focuses on the fun side of habits. Not just any habits, the habits that make you happier. We will learn how to identify and complete the most important activities in your life. It's going to be such a fun journey. But first, it's time for the Marketing Essentials Moment the basics that you need to help you continue to build your brand and your bottom line. Okay, hot, hot topic. Artificial intelligence as a chatbot has just made some major, major headway. And I'm learning about it as we get to use these things and these tools more and more. And it's scary, dangerously good. And it's incredible what is happening right now. Uh, So I wanna share with you the chat GPT as in George, Peter, Tom, chat, GPT. It's basically, you can use this and you type in a question and it'll spit out content that is conversational, that is legible. It's very, very well done all through artificial intelligence. So this chat GPT, and there's others out there in OpenAI uh, that you can look at. So you can go to openai.com and learn more about all these things that are happening. But basically, it is optimizing language models for dialogue. And what these wonderful geniuses have come up to do, and I don't know, well, well, it's debatable if it's wonderful, but we're going to keep learning about it and seeing how it can be disruptive to our industry, to the academic industry. I mean, there's just so many things about this chat that it can do, but it interacts in a conversational way. And it's the dialogue and it makes it a format that's possible for chat GPT to answer follow-up questions. It admits mistakes and and then it challenges incorrect premises and it will reject inappropriate requests. It cannot have an opinion, so keep that in mind when you type in the, the app to be able to answer questions, right? It won't give you an opinion. You can ask what people say about something and it'll tell you if it doesn't know or how that goes, but it is really a way to, it's, it's training and learning and using instruction in a prompt and then it provides a very detailed response. And so some samples of things that you could do, ask it questions. I asked, what are the top 10 social media marketing tips, right? And it literally laid out a whole bunch of social media marketing tips, which, which I was like, wow, this is crazy. So you can try it and you can try it for free for now, it says. And basically, OpenAI started off as a nonprofit, but it's now they're at a capped profit, which is interesting. I was reading all about it. And of course, Elon Musk was at the beginning of it. And now he's kind of stepped away because he uh, thinks it might be a conflict of interest because his Tesla and autonomous vehicles are using OpenAI or utilizing artificial intelligence, I should say. But if you go to chat.openai.com, and you sign up, of course, they're gonna get your information just like anything else. You sign up for it, you say, I'm not a robot, 
and you can use this tool to ask it lots of questions and it'll spit out content. Of course, you want to review it, make sure it's, you know, what you would want to say or how you would want to say it. But now you can use this content as at least an inspiration. For me, I looked at all the things that it said. I mean, it's pretty, you know, generic. And of course, there's stories to be told and experiences to go along with it before I would actually, you know, implement it. But the scary part of it and why it's scary good is we don't necessarily know how to treat this. In the academic world, I teach at Boise State, of course, is this plagiarism? Is this is this something that, you know, because it's, I mean, creating unique content, or is it going to say the same thing over and over again to the same answers to the same questions? That is what is debatable, right? What's going to come up? So I just think that you can use this as a tool to help guide you, but put it in your own words. <laughs> That's how I would recommend using it. And so if my students are listening, same thing for you. It can be a inspiration for what you want to say, but make sure you say things in your own words. And it can be useful if you're trying to generate content for your social media, for example, or for your website, or maybe you're trying to write an essay. You can use this, but Use it to your advantage, leverage what it does, but then again, go back and make sure things are done in your own words, your own voice, your own tonality, your own way of saying things. And that way it will be something that you can create and be proud of that you have created something of your own. So with that said, artificial intelligence is growing and it's impactful. It's definitely a new trend in the world today and being able to use it to your advantage is great. There's other tools out there. There's Jasper, formerly known as another name, but they had to rename it to Jasper. But there's lots of tools out there now that you can use. And of course, artificial intelligence and machines talking back to us like Google or Siri or smart cars or refrigerators even talking and telling you that you're running low on something. It's just amazing how the world is using open AI or uh, artificial intelligence and the ability and the capabilities that AI is evolving into. So how can you prepare your business and your world in the next decade using this tool or even the next 90 days, if you will, look into it, see how it might be something that you could look at. There's all kinds of things that are getting generated by artificial intelligence. There's that new Linza app that people are downloading like crazy and making different photos, but the question really becomes, okay, where does that inspiration of those artistic photos come from, right? The backgrounds, the patterns, are they drawing from other artists who are actual artists that, you know, now they're creating their own imagery, but should those artists get credit where credit is due? Could they get paid royalties for their contributions? There's lots of questions about what's going to happen in the AI world and how people are utilizing the tools that are available. Just be careful where you put your data and make sure that uh, you use those two-step authentications when you can. We don't want people taking our information and of course you giving it out is first-party data as opposed to third-party data. Be careful what you sign up for and what you agree to. Just keeping that in mind as you grow with the new technology. All right, uh, and now it's time for our podcast with Jason. Enjoy. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. 
And today's guest on the Marketing Expedition podcast, we have Jason Harwood. Welcome to the show, Jason. Ray, thank you for having me on. This is exciting. Yeah. I've been a fan of your work. And Uh so this this is fun. Yeah, we we got to meet a long time ago when you were the facilitator of the Emerging Leaders Program. Yeah, and it was fun to see, I mean, you know, we did a whole marketing section and I just remember any marketing question anybody asked, we'd say, Ray, what do you think (laughs) Yeah, and now I've actually got to go back and and the new cohorts that are happening now, they asked me back to go and teach the marketing. It's awesome. I would imagine so. (laughs) It's fun. I have to give back to where, you know, give credit where credit is due and help. But uh, so, Jason, now you've got some new things going on. And let's just kind of share with our audience, you know, who who is Jason and what is he up to these days? Tell us more. Uh, So, yeah, as you mentioned, I've done business development um, coaching and leadership for a while. And... I went through kind of an interesting phase and it seemed to mirror what a lot of small business owners go through, Mm -hmm. which is that in my 20s and even into my 30s, I kind of had this checklist of all these things that needed to happen in order for me to feel like I was fulfilled, like I, you know, my life had purpose and that I was happy and things in my life could progress. And what was crazy is I got into my early 40s and I was like, uh, you know, I want to be in a good relationship, check. Kids, you know, good kids, family life, check. Have a nice house, check. Drive nice cars, check. Be successful in my career. Like I could go down and check. I was like, oh my gosh, I've done. Like if I, if 20 year old me had made a vision board, like (laughs) 20 year old me had knocked most of them off. And then I was like, why am I still miserable yeah Uh, (laughs) you're not alone right (laughs) yeah we we drive and we strive and we grind you know Mm -hmm. rise and grind baby and and we're so passionate and focused and intentional in so many of those areas and so uh, what i discovered is, is that so many small business owners go through a similar thing because there tends to be kind of three levels. There's your mm-hmm. business and inside of your business is your craft. The thing that you are just exceptional at doing. And so many small business owners start a business because of the thing they can do mm-hmm. like better than anybody. But inside of the craft circle mm-hmm. is kind of yourself. This is this is you and you drive your craft And then that drives the formation of a business. And so that had happened to me where Mm -hmm. I looked inside into that kind of inner circle and I was like, oh, that's why I'm miserable is because I have been looking for happiness and fulfillment outside of that. I've been looking for happiness and fulfillment from outside um, expressions, either in my craft or in my career or business. Mm -hmm. And so lucky for me, I had taught habits and systems for a long time. Mm-hmm. If some, you know, if somebody comes to me and says, you know, gosh, my, uh, you know, HR is out of hand. I've got some ideas. Okay. Let's implement this system. Let's implement this system. If somebody comes to me and says, my business is running me instead of me running my business, I can say, okay, here's a couple of systems we can start putting in place. Luckily I've learned enough from you and others that if somebody <laughs> comes to me and says like, 
gosh, you know, sales and marketing, there just doesn't seem to be any cohesion or it's not consistent or my sales funnel is out of whack. I can say, all right, let's look at some systems and put some things in place. And then I started looking at that inner circle and saying, Mm -hmm. okay, let's put some habits and systems in place there too. Mm -hmm. So that I bring my best self to my craft. I bring my best self to my business because for most small business owners, the current ceiling on their business is themselves. And you can put in a fancy new finance plan and become a whiz at QuickBooks. But if you're not coming in with your best self, uh, the financial outlook of your business is not likely to dramatically improve. So uh, that's a long answer. That's, that's what I do now is I work with businesses on both sides, on the systems of their business and on the personal habits and system of their life as the small business owner to show up in their business at their best. So let's dig into that a little bit more. What are some things that you do to help the entrepreneur, the business owner work on themselves from the inside out? Yeah. Uh, Luckily, all habits come down to just three simple things. Every habit you ever want to implement, if you want to start and become consistent in any behavior, it all comes down to three things. And that is to start small, make it easier, and then celebrate small wins along the way. So you can create a habit plan around literally anything. And I've created like dozens and dozens. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to know how to floss every single day, I, could, I have the exact habit plan for how to floss <laughs> every single day. Because I used to, oh, every trip to the dentist, it was this moral dilemma of, of like the dentist saying, have you been flossing? And I would. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you're getting scolded. <laughs> uh, I, I, I started today. Does that count? Uh, it's like, no, I, so if something as insignificant as that, you can create a habit plan around. But for me, I had gone through an experience where I started to identify, and that's the first step, is taking some time to identify times in your life when you felt fulfilled, times in your life where you felt the joy of growth, the, um, the excitement of of happiness and passion in your life and identifying some common characteristics in that. Mm. That's where we really start. Uh, For me, there's a couple of things. I'm always happier when I'm generous. Mm -hmm. Um, And so finding ways to be consistently generous and kind is important to me. I'm always happier when I'm learning. And so finding ways to incorporate reading and learning into my day every single day helps me be happier. I am happier when I uh, do some small, simple things around physical wellness and physical fitness. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've incorporated some small habits there. Um, and then, you know, for me, gratitude is one where I, if I can come to the day with a, a mental approach of gratitude, I'm always happier. Mm-hmm. So, the, but those are for me. So the first step is always for identifying when are the times I'm happiest? What am I doing when I feel that sense of fulfillment? And what's great is, is like, you don't have to completely alter your business plan. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh man, I can't be happy and run this business. No, you can. You just start implementing in some small 
simple things that help you grow as a human being. And then you're able to perform and lead and grow in your business effectively. So it's really just identifying what matters significantly to you, what helps you feel that sense of fulfillment and then creating habit plans around those things. I love it. Well, and this can really tie into the marketing journey that we go on too, because there's small things to incrementally change or grow and do. And I mean, I know that we're on a marketing journey, but this it relates to life in general, really. And, and, and yeah. not just leaders that are running a company, but anyone really could use these habit forming, you know, small incremental changes that can help yes. them. And so let's, let's talk about an example, Jason. How have you helped someone go through this process? What are some of the things that you know, without naming names, um, unless you have permission, of course. <laughs> um, but let's, let's talk about how have you helped people get to that inner peace, if you will, in being, you know, more happy, more satisfied with what they're doing, more fulfilled. And yeah, uh, it's funny. Cause the, the more you understand marketing, the more some of these things, right. Cause the, this, the plan I just outlined, you might just say, Oh, well, you just need to identify the target market and the target market is yourself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we need a clearer picture of the target market. And then, yeah, no, I love this question. I appreciate it. Um, I recently had an experience uh, in a, in a bit of coaching experience with a, a small business owner. And for her, she has two things that she loves to do every single night. One of the things we talk about is your morning routine. We talk about your night routine. We talk about your recovery routine. What do you do when something goes wrong uh, in your life? And then we talk about your growth routine. What are you doing to grow every day? Well, she loves to read and, and she already reads every single night. What she <laughs> likes to do when she feels at her best, she takes a few minutes every single night to identify the key action she needs to take the next day. And that sounds really small and simple, but she's never been consistent with it. Mm. For most of us, the things that we need to do, I'm, it's not like I'm inventing new groundbreaking actions. Mm -hmm. Almost everything you're going to say, I, I know I've, I need to do this. You mm -hmm. know you need <laughs> to feel compelled. You're like, Gosh, if I could floss every single day, my trips to the dentist would be a lot better. But for the life of me, I can't be consistent in flossing. And then it's, I know I need to plan out every morning. I know I need to exercise every day. I know I need to um, in, be intentionally kind and, and grateful for all of the things that the good in my life, right? I know I need to do that. So um, don't be surprised when you start identifying these things and they've been lingering in your heart and mind for, if you're as old as me, a couple decades. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, I know I've needed to. She knew she needed to. She even said, when I'm at my best. And she described these nights where she would wake up in a panic because she was so filled with stress and anxiety, stressed out about the next day. And the way that she eliminated and reduced that stress and anxiety was to write, just write down. Here's the three things I need to do tomorrow. Once she had written it down, her mind could shut that down and she could sleep better. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, well, this is, this is simple. Okay. So writing down, having a, uh, a good plan for the next day is important to her. What's the smallest thing you can do? Write down three things. Remember I told you small, easy and celebrate, write down three things you're going to do the next day. Now where 
we often fall into traps as being consistent with that. Mm. And so I said, here's the easiest way to be consistent with it. You already read every night. She told me that every mm -hmm. night she goes up to bed and she likes to read for 20 or 30 minutes before going to bed. I said, all you have to do is take a notebook and a pen, put it right next to your book mm -hmm. because you're already reading. This is uh, James mm -hmm. Clear refers to this as habit stacking. You're mm -hmm. already reading. So you take the thing you're already doing, you stack it on top of the thing you want to do. But most important in that is changing the environment. Mm -hmm. As soon as you want to change a behavior, change the environment. Your current environment dictates most of what you do. So if you're up in your bed reading, I knew this for me. If I was up in my bed reading and I finished reading and I set the book down and I'm like, oh, I got to write down the three things I want to do tomorrow, but my notebook and pen are downstairs. Mm. The likelihood of me like getting out of bed, walking right. downstairs, getting my notebook, sitting down. I'm like, especially if it's uh, cold. No one wants to get out of, and it's cold. <laughs> about the three things I need to do. I'll write them down first thing in the morning. Mm. Well, if you change the environment, put your notebook and pen right there next to your bed. Boom. You finish reading. Boom. Put down your book. Grab your notebook. Write down the three things that you need to do tomorrow. And then by making it small and changing the environment, mm -hmm. she almost immediately dramatically impacted both the behavior and the consistency of the mm. behavior. And the last one's kind of a fun thing. A lot of people um, kind of smile when we talk about this and that's celebrating, but, but she writes down her three things. And I, I said, you got to celebrate it. You put down your book, you write down your three things, you set your notebook down and just give yourself like a little fist pump, a little like pat on the back, a little, you know, double flex or rock on or, you know, <laughs> just something that's actually physiological. It releases dopamine in your brain, mm -hmm. which is the feel good chemical. You've done a behavior, you celebrate, you feel good, and it communicates to your brain, hey, that's a good behavior. Do that again. Yes. And now, your brain, <laughs> and now your brain starts actually strangely craving that behavior. That's mm -hmm. one of the challenges of habit formation is that you already have really ingrained habits mm -hmm. that your brain is already driving you towards. And so anytime you go to change something, your brain's going to fight against you on that. When people say, I'm not very good at being consistent, I always tell them, yes, you are. You are incredibly good at consistency. What you're not good at is change. Mm -hmm. Humans are remarkable at their ability to do the same thing over and over again. Uh, evolution taught us, right. I guess, that right? if I do this, I know I'm going to live. Mm -hmm. If I change something, I might die. And so as soon as you start changing things, your brain will fight against you. You do a behavior, you celebrate it, you tell your brain, that's good. And your brain says, okay, do that again. So just in those small, simple things, she was able to almost immediately engage in a behavior that she knew would bring her just a small sense of like, okay, I got that written down. Mm -hmm. <sighs> now I can go to bed. Mm -hmm. And that brought her into a better state in running her business helped her come to her business the next morning in a more powerful, confident way. And it was just a small, easy little thing. So don't fall into the trap of thinking you've got to do some big, huge thing you've never thought of before. My guess would be the thing you need to change. You've probably been thinking about changing it for a long time. And all you need to do is make it small and make it easy and then celebrate it. And almost immediately you'll uh, see dramatic improvement. 
That's really good, Jason. That that's thanks for sharing that story because I think so many people listening can relate to the incremental changes that need to be made in order to yeah. keep that consistency and and do it. And you're like, you're right. I mean, it seems simple enough, but sometimes so hard to do. So if you can just yeah. train your brain to get it done and and rely on people like you to help <laughs> hold accountable, right? I mean, that's your role is to have that accountability, huh? Yes, as soon as you know that I'm going to be calling you in two weeks, checking up on you, mm-hmm. that also changes behavior. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, you know, on LinkedIn, I have a little a little group called the Celebration Circle, and and that's what it's intended to be as this group of people that, you know, we we try to hold each other accountable. We celebrate with each other when we do great things, um, and or even small things. But as soon as you know that you're being held accountable for something almost immediately your behavior changes. It's crazy. It's true. Yeah. Cause you don't want to let the other person down, even though it's for yeah. yourself, but you want to report back yeah. and, you know, be honest with yourself and the other person that's holding you accountable to make sure that you've accomplished that your accountability buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure I don't need to throw a bunch of statistics and percentages at you for you to know that most of us spend too much time staring at screens. Being able to consume your content on the go means that your clients and customers can listen and learn from you without being tied to their desks. With Hello Audio, your customers can put their phones down, power off their PCs, close their MacBooks, and get the information they need from you while they're, let's say, walking a dog, doing a jigsaw puzzle, washing the dishes, maybe when they're in the car or exercising on the treadmill, sunbathing in their garden. Well, Hello Audio makes it incredibly easy for you. No more hours spent trying to figure out tech settings or trying to make a square peg fit into a round hole. You can click publish on an audio feed in a matter of minutes and have control over who accesses what. So visit peppershock.com offers and sign up for a free trial of Hello Audio. So Jason, since we're on this journey together, I want to know who is your ideal client? Who do you want to work with most? Um, traditionally small business owners and particularly those I, I threw out that line, but that's something that I hear that the business is running them more than they're mm. running the business. Uh, and let's start helping you get some systems in place. Systems create the space for creativity and success. So let's start getting some systems in place in your business. And at the same time, let's start uh, identifying some habits uh, because I want people to avoid what I went through, which was grind, 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 and wake up in their mid forties and be like, why am I so miserable? You know, mental health statistics around people in their middle ages is not good. And I think a lot of it is that, that, that we have misplaced our understanding of fulfillment and happiness. And we push for decades for something, we get it. And then we look around and go, like, wait, this is it. I, What's I next? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting this. And now I'm no happier than I ever was. And in fact, maybe I was happier in the pursuit of it than in the attainment of it. So, so um, yeah, small business owners who want to create some systems in their business and some change in their life. You've probably cracked the code to what a midlife crisis really is, right? <laughs> I, I would say I lived it. Some days I still feel like I'm living it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, 
it like it hasn't gone away the sense of like wait a minute like is this is this okay like i've reached this level of attainment in my life like am i okay with this like mm -hmm. this is how big my impact is this is how that you know this is what my career and business look like am i okay with that and that fine line between like push 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 versus just enjoy and and live and and celebrate the attainment just as much that. as as the yeah <laughs> that's good that's really good so okay let's just back up a little bit jason just so that people have a, a context of your experience and your background and some of the things that you've done i know you've been you know a trainer for a corporation and in and, and also you know and and then the emerging leaders with the sba like let's just give people kind of a a brief history of, of where you got to where you are now. Yeah. Uh, well, I started off in education, strangely enough, as a, as a high school teacher and then moved into the business world and was kind of melded those things together, an understanding of business and then an understanding of how people learn and the way to make behavior change possible. So, yeah, I worked for a very uh, large organization in coaching and development for small business owners around the world, which it was incredible. And in the process of that also was able to do some work with the small business administration here in our mm -hmm. little Idaho. Uh, and it was just so fortunate to meet and interact with incredible small business owners. And that kind of spun off into doing my own thing on mm -hmm. uh, writing and podcasting and small business coaching. So been doing it. It's weird, Ray, when you get to a certain point and you could like, when you're in your twenties, you're all in thirties, you're always like trying to stretch the years, you know, yeah. you're like I have more than seven. And then you get to a place where you're like, Oh my gosh, I've been doing this for 20 years. Right. When you're younger, you're you're out to prove something that you know what you're doing and that you're, yeah. you know, you're the the person that they should call on whenever it is whatever it is that they need and yeah, and energy. then yeah, and then you get to a certain point and you're like I, I, I already know what I know and, uh, you know, I'm going to learn more and I'm going to keep growing, but I'm not really going to care as much as what other people think or, you know, do. And that, at least that's my case. Like I, I am just going to be who I am. That's it. <laughs> so, um, let's mention your podcast too, since you mentioned that, uh, share what your podcast is. Yeah. It's called happily ever habits. And primarily I, I do talk with small business owners and, and I try to focus in around how we can make profits and create purpose in our life. Um, yeah. it, it's a interview podcast primarily every once in a while I'll throw in just uh, here's what I've been thinking about in the realm of habits and, and business development podcast, but primarily interview. Excellent. So who along the way has helped you get to this point and mentored you? I mean, you do this for other people, but what about you, Jason? What, what kind of, you know, what, what resources or people or, you know, things kind of got you inspired to, to do this? Yeah. I, and I will say that's been just an incredible, consistent, um, blessing in my life is to have people who oftentimes believed or saw more in me than oftentimes what I believed or, or saw in myself. Uh, there's, you know, one guy's name's Ralph Little. He's incredible. He, I was running the, uh, emerging leaders program here in Idaho. He ran it down out of Salt Lake city in Utah and just 
you know, was incredible. Mm -hmm. And early on was like, man, you know, when I thought I didn't know enough to coach someone who had been in business was like, are you kidding? You probably know as much as they do. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh yeah. Uh, So yeah, Ralph Little, huge. Uh, I had an early um, uh, boss in my corporate career. His name was um, Bob Hipple, who kind of the same thing. Like I was brand new in this company. Um, I had just come from teaching. I did a presentation at the company and he was like, man, we got to get you presenting more. Mm. And so Bob Hipple was just huge in that. And then there's all the virtual ones. There's so many virtual mentors, people that I feel like, I would just walk up and give that person a hug as if they were like a close friend, even though they don't know the first thing. about. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be a little weird for them, but <laughs> study. You know, I've, I've learned a lot uh, from people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who is spectacular in your space. Gary V. Uh, John Maxwell, <laughs> spectacular in the mm-hmm. space of, of leadership development, business uh, growth. And so you know, they've had an impact. I personally love Malcolm Gladwell. Like if, if there was one person in the world that was like, you can sit down and have lunch with somebody, I might pick Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. His books are spectacular, getting us to kind of think differently and, mm. and see the world differently. So, and then, if you know, I mean, James Clare with Atomic Habits, that, that book mm. uh, taught me a lot. BJ Fogg with Tiny Habits. He's a professor out of Stanford that's really good. Charles Duhigg wrote The Power of Habit Mm. uh, that's also spectacular. So that's the power of today's world is the number of virtual mentors that you can interact with. Oftentimes doesn't replace the emotional benefit of the in-person ones. Right. Like, Like I don't know that Ralph and Bob taught me as much as instilled belief in me of the possibility. And I think that's where coaching could be very helpful mm-hmm. is just have someone who will say to you, no, you can do this. I promise you can make this happen and instill belief in you until you build belief in yourself. Oh, that's good. So what's one of the biggest surprises you've had since you've started this, this new journey of happily ever habits? Like what's something that happened in the last few months that surprised you? Um, I think the more I talk with people, the universality, I guess, of the human experience, because most of us, I think, feel as though we're going through a journey that is very unique and personal. And while your personal circumstances are absolutely unique, so many people are going through or have gone through some of the things. Because, Ray, when we were in the, the small business class, I thought that was one of the biggest things coming out of that was all these small business owners going, oh my gosh, you have the exact same problem I have, realizing like there's other people out there. So that to me was very um, heartening and in looking around and identifying two things. One, that many people are going through what I am going through and have gone through, mm-hmm. which is helpful. But then also looking around and going, you know what, that person who looks really happy over there, I looked really happy many days. Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy at all. Um, And so identifying that, you know, if you if you get past about, you know, just the thin outer crust of most people, most people, you're going to get into a conversation and say, yeah, I'm really struggling. And we can be um, a 
a force for good, a catalyst for positive, in just identifying that, you know what, most people are also struggling and what can I do to just be a little bit of a help or mm-hmm. lighten a little bit of a burden and, and watching other people do that and identifying that maybe this can be helpful for a few people along the way has been, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, surprising and that I wasn't in it all by myself. Right. Other people, like you said, the human condition is, is you know, just that. It's human. You are human yeah. just as much as anybody else. And and yeah, having experiences that other people can relate to or maybe not. I mean, just knowing that other people are going through trials and tribulations and things that you yeah. worry about. And yeah, surface level, they may look just fine. But <laughs> what's under that rug? What's under that rug? <laughs> people, I think, like want to connect at that level. Mm-hmm. I think most, a lot of people get tired holding up that facade and, and they are open to just saying like, yeah, no, I am struggling. Let's talk about it. Yeah. It's very different at a, just a networking event and you're just meeting and greeting and shaking yeah. hands and, you know, passing out business cards and hopefully not playing business card poker where you just spray them out to everyone. But, <laughs> but then being able to belong to a part of a group or a mastermind or, you know, get into deep connections as opposed to that surface level connection, right? Building actual relationships and not just, you know, what's in it for me kind of feeling that sometimes you get when you go to those surface level networking things, right? Um, it's, it's really having those connections and, and honestly with emerging leaders, the, the group there, there was several, I can't remember how many total there were, but then you broke us up into groups of six people, right? And then we had our cohorts that we met, um, on a regular basis. Some of those people to this day, I'm very good friends with as a result of that. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you don't talk to somebody for a while, you pick up the phone, you talk to them as if you had no time but between, you know, the time that you you just catch up and you, you you know, you can talk about the things that are a little deeper and more personal and, and more, you know, impactful, like you said, than, than being able to just have that surface level. And, and I, I think that that definitely is a gift that was given to us as a result of this class that you got to, to put on and do, right? Because you did it, you did it for several years, right, Jason? Uh, yeah, for about seven years. Uh, yeah, that the contracting changed and things, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. Loved it. I, I think it's great. COVID where we were virtual, which was yeah. a whole different experience, but yeah, uh, still good. Well, yeah, I'm glad that it, I mean, I'm glad that you were able to contribute and bring people together to do it. And it sounds like they're picking it back up again. I just spoke yes. um, at their, their cohort this last time. Uh, a couple couple months ago, or I guess, uh, I don't know how long ago, uh, about a month ago, um, about marketing, of course, but I think it's, and I, you know, I did share that story with them too. It's like, these are the people that you're going to be friends with forever. If you don't, you know, if you don't watch out, you better watch out because pick who you're, you're going to be, you know, you're in your groups with because uh, it matters. It means something. And, and, and that way you don't have to go through the journey alone. And like you said, you can relate to others and have that, um, what's the word, I guess, com- camaraderie together and you know those trials together that you go through but uh so jason where do you see yourself in a couple of years from now what what are you where are you wanting to take the happily ever after habits where do you you know want to go and grow from here yeah i you know i mean i i always hope to you always want to say gosh i want to help more people right i, I would love to have a full calendar full of 
small business owners that I have the opportunity to coach and help and and work with, um, and and then refining that uh, because I enjoy learning and growing. I'm excited that two years from now, the stories I'll be telling will be a little bit different. And I think my skill set will continue to improve. And I think that I'll be able to identify, oh, now this is a system that's working. The world is constantly changing. We're seeing new and different things. And so how do we adapt and continue to grow as human beings? So uh, I that would be my dream is to have a whole collection full of small business owners that I'm helping and saying, all right, let's, what are you working on? How are you growing now? Let's talk about where you're at in your journey and, and how you're going to continue to be intentional about your personal growth and happiness as you grow your business. Absolutely. So that's a, a wonderful goal. Yeah. Message me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's, let's talk about that. If people are interested in um, working with you in some way or another, um, how do they reach out to you? Uh, I mean, the best way is uh, website, thejasonharwood.com. Turns out jasonharwood.com is taken by like a real estate agent. So, so the, Jason, the, okay. The, the, no, 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 no. It's the Jason Harwood. <laughs> and Instagram as well and Facebook. So you can um, find me on social media or just go there and, and there's a free uh, habit guide at thejasonharwood.com that walks you through identifying some of your uh, core character traits you want to work on, um, and then creating a habit plan for it. It's more on the personal side. If you need some help in business systems, we can do that mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a whole course around that. Um, but yeah. And then go listen to the podcast, Happily Ever Habits. Happily yeah. Ever Habits. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. How often do you record or how often do you post? Uh, usually two episodes a week, as long oh, wow. as my production uh, schedule stays consistent. Very good. Very good. That's great. Well, Jason, any uh, final thoughts for our listeners as we wrap up today? I would just say identify an area where you want to grow. Pick the smallest possible thing you can do and just start small, making small uh, improvements. Mm -hmm. and, and don't worry about trying to do some big, huge, miraculous thing. Big, huge, mm -hmm. miraculous will come but it's, it's going to start small. So just start small. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jason. This has been great. And hopefully our listeners have picked up a few things from you and we'll reach out to you uh, to get those, uh, you know, those changes that need to be made to help yes. them be happily ever after in habits. <laughs> and for those of you listening, the best thing that you can do is share this with others that you know that need to hear what Jason had to say today and of course, if you really liked it, we would love for you to give us a review because that's like gold to podcasters, right, Jason? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Reading and review. Yes, right. <laughs> and uh, if you care to share, please do. And we will see you next time on the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Until then, everyone, enjoy your journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. 
People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.